Hi, I'm Dominic Patton. And I'm Pete Hammond. And this is the Deadline Podcast TV Talk. Today, we're going to be discussing some of our predictions uh, for this year's Emmys, which are coming up on Sunday, as well as our thoughts on this year's Creative Arts Emmys. Which thankfully are over (laughs) as of Saturday. So I'm going to start with that discussion, okay? I now understand what the awards equivalent of waterboarding (laughs) feels like. I get it. The Creative Arts Emmys have often not gotten the respect they deserve. They do not deserve to run over several nights online and then eventually on FFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
you know, RuPaul's going to win again. Uh, even Norman Lear, he wins again. You know, it, it's all very, very predictable. Now, in terms of predictability, let's talk about <laughs> Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding Drama Series, Outstanding Limited Series, Outstanding TV Movie. Mere hours we are going towards the Emmys. Who will be the winners? Now, we know that you have been predicted to death. We have done it ourselves here on Deadline, a million predictions. So we are going to make this like speed dating predictions. <laughs> so, Mr. Hammond, let us begin. Outstanding Comedy Series. Our nominees are Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, Insecure, awesome show, Schitt's Creek, awesome show, The Good Place, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, What We Do in the Shadows. Who is your winner? Well, they're all awesome shows in some way or they wouldn't have gotten here. Um, I have so to say, so I, I'm going to go with what I voted for, man, because I think my vote counts. And if it does, then look for Schitt's Creek to just pile it up there on uh, Sunday night. I think that that's the one uh, to beat here. And if anything beats it, it will be Mrs. Maisel again, because if there's one thing Academy voters love is production value. And uh, that show offers it, uh, unlike... I mean, really over the rest of the field in terms of its production, I think Mrs. Maisel is way out in front. But I think there's a sentimental factor. I think there's a funny factor. And I think there's a Netflix factor. I think Schitt's Creek would have been discovered long, long time ago had it not been just on pop TV. And when Netflix picked it up for, you know, beginning with last year's Emmys, suddenly it was getting these nominations. And now they're faced with, oh, where have you been all our life? We've got to give you the Emmys this year. Yes. It's the last chance. And so I think that's what's going to happen. Plus, also, as the coronavirus pandemic has shown and many other things, we all have a great yearning for how things can be better if they're from Canada. And <laughs> Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy are certainly the unofficial governor uh, generals of Canada. And this show has been cleaning up for years in Canadian award circles. So I too agree, Schitt's Creek is the one to go. That is what you need to go up. Outstanding drama series. Will you please give us the nominees, sir? Okay, Better Call Saul, uh, Kelly Neve, Ozark, Stranger Things, Succession, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, and The Mandalorian. Well, I think it's gonna be Succession, but I do think that there's a good chance it could be The Crown, and I do think as people come in a bit of a log jam, because these are a lot of really good shows, I actually think Ozark could sneak in as a third party victor, so to speak. Oh, I think so. Uh, you know, the problem, I don't know if it's a third party victor because Netflix will be splitting its vote between The Crown and Ozark and to a lesser degree, Stranger Things, which I don't think is in contention to actually win this. Uh, but um, I, I, they have a lot here to split their vote on just within that company. Um, and those who love Netflix. I, too, agree. I think it's Succession. I think it's always been Succession. I think Succession is the water cooler show this year. Uh, they had, uh, HBO had Game of Thrones before dominating here. I think they dominate again. They have a show that's really in the zeitgeist. It, to me, both of them, I think Ozark is, too, in its own kind of dark way. But, um, but Succession is right out there as something that's sort of happening now and superbly acted. I think you have to look at what the makeup of the Academy is. It's the actors branch is by far the biggest branch. There are a ton of them. They nominated nine of these actors for Emmys, by far the biggest total of any show. And, uh, and I think that indicates power 
not just for the actors who are voting on the actors, but for the show itself within the uh, whole Academy where everybody gets to vote on everything. So I say Succession for sure, but Ozark only because it became a very hot show during the pandemic. It came out at the right time in the spring when everybody was locked up. It was a discovery show and uh, timing could work for Ozark in that way because Succession had been finished uh, long before that. Now, maybe the force will be strong with The Mandalorian. I mean, it's quite amazing that it made it this far. I know, you know, talking to John Favreau, people always say they're happy to be nominated. I know for a fact that he is unbelievably happy that they were nominated. I do think, though, that The Crown, with Olivia Colman is playing Queen Elizabeth II this, this season still, I do think that they're a very strong contender. I think Hollywood likes a lot of things British, almost as much as they like things Canadian, so to speak. I also think that the very nature of an Oscar winner and an Emmy winner, I think that there's a, there's a, a wonderful symmetry there, that, that a Venn diagram of sorts, you could say, that Plain really works with voters. Yeah. But honestly, Plain. it's succession, and we all know it, including Rupert Murdoch. So <laughs> let us move on to yeah. Outstanding TV Movie. I will read the nominees. American Son, Bad Education, It's Going to Win, <laughs> Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus the Reverend. Bad Education's gonna win. <laughs> I love Bad Education, you know, and, and HBO, all of that. The fact that Netflix has every other nominee in this category <laughs> and has won this category the last three years. Is that even years. illegal? <laughs> well, it is illegal the way they won it the last three years with an oh. anthology series. Ah. Uh, but don't get me started on that black I know. again. The that Academy is a whole finally, subsection of the TV talk podcast. Yeah, they the finally TV rant woke podcast. Up. The Academy finally woke up and discovered, oh, wait a minute, the TV movie, those aren't TV movies. They kept trying to change the rules and say, well, if you're 75 minutes, then you're eligible. Then, then they finally came to the party and said, oh, come on. This is really, we've lost the whole essence of what a television movie is. So instead... The TV movie this year, the winner, will be one that was made by all of its participants as a major theatrical motion picture and had no idea it was a TV movie when it was being made. Uh, and that's HBO's, which bought it for $20 million at the last Toronto Film Festival last year. And suddenly it was a TV movie. And that suits Hugh Jackman, its star, who I think will win too, very well. Uh, because he says more people saw it now, and so it all worked out in the end. But when he made it, he was thinking Oscars, not Emmys, interestingly enough. Yeah. Um, but all right. I do think bad education. However, if it's not, it's not going to be Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. Uh, that's oh, what I will say. Don't break I'm, the world. I'm sorry. It will be El Camino, Breaking Bad movie, because they love Breaking Bad. And it's such a good movie, too. It was really good. So if Netflix can pull it out, it'll be with that one. Maybe disagree with you that it was a good movie. So I let us come to our final category, Outstanding yes. Limited Series, yes. which so often becomes a regular series if they re find it popular enough, let's be honest. It could be. Little Fires Everywhere, Ms. America, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and the leading nominated show with 26 nominations this year, HBO's Watchmen. It well, is going to be Watchmen. Well, I think Alan Moore has... knows the score. Turns out Regina King and Damon Lindelof do too. I think so. Uh, Watchmen with 26 nominations is the leading contender here. Uh, it also happens to be HBO's only entry here. And they are so also powerful the way they can get behind these winners. 
in these categories. And uh, so I say, I say, Watchmen, anything else is an upset, isn't it? It, oh, it really is. Uh, oh, you know, uh, the only one I that has a shot beyond that might be Mrs. America. But um, FX will probably, which has a ha history of winning here too, but it's when Ryan Murphy's produced the shows. Um, Mrs. America, I thought was a really good show, but I don't think it's going to eke out a win here uh, in this category. I think it's Watchmen. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. So let's do, a, let's do a tally because we're moving in. There will be no tuxedos. There'll be no black tie this year. We'll all be at home wearing shorts and sweatshirts. Nonetheless, outstanding comedy series, Peter and I both agree, Schitt's Creek. Outstanding drama series, Peter and I both agree, Succession. Outstanding limited series, Peter and I both agree, Watchmen, an outstanding TV movie, Peter and I both agree, <laughs> Bad Education. Wow. This will own, like the virtual Emmys, if thankfully a vaccine comes to get COVID out of the way for next year, this will be likely the only time we agree like this, but it's a very unique year, 2020. It is. One more prediction. Will this be the lowest rated primetime Emmys as Jimmy Kimmel himself predicted to me that it would be. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I, and I that is why Jimmy predicted it, because Jimmy knows this game, having hosted the Oscars and other, other award shows. He knows that if you bring that expectation there, if it turns out not to be the lowest, Jimmy looks like a genius. If it turns out to be the lowest, which I think it will, because honestly, I think people are a little zoomed out of their mind right now. <laughs> um, it just is, hey, honesty in advertising, pal. Well, it's honesty in advertising that ABC is doing because they just put up a promo and I actually put it in the piece I, I, I posted on Deadline uh, uh, on uh, Wednesday, which was uh, their new ad that says half the glamour and it shows all these nominees at home. Uh, Brian Cox is eating a banana. Um, uh, uh, Rachel Brosnahan's hiding under her stairs. Tracy Ellis Ross is on the couch and, and Anthony Anderson is coming uh, au natural out of a hot tub. Uh, this is what they're selling, which is also what Jimmy described the show to me as the Emmys meets Big Brother. I think it's a smart campaign. I think it might, people want to tune in to see a train wreck. I think it might do better than last year's all-time lowest ratings. We'll see. I don't know. Donald Trump's town hall on, on ABC was a train wreck, and those ratings were down. Oh, were they? Down from yeah. what? Have they ever done that before? I don't know. No, but, but they look, America's, America's got talent. Beat the president of the United States talking to American voters. Well, I'd rather watch that. Um, but I digress. Um, <laughs> uh, never, nevertheless, he did say some interesting things on that, uh, on that uh, town hall, I must say. Interesting um, being a word in quotes that one is using as a synonym for stupid and crappy. Yeah, well, it's nice to know that there are people against masks. And when asked who they were, he said waiters. So that, 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 that deserves best comedy series um, right there. But maybe next year. Yeah, uh, I think we have to invent a new, a new series called best tragedy series. Best tragedy. All right, I hate to end this, but our producer has somewhere to go. So. so on that, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Deadline Podcast TV Talk, our special episode. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. So even though you're listening, we want to make sure you never miss an episode. Never. And of course, you can find all of our breaking news coverage of TV, film, business, and everything affecting our industry at Deadline.com. Thanks for joining us. We will see you virtually as it is at the Emmys this weekend. Take care.